Why are you Aaron Hensley? Oh, shit. I always forget to change this. Um, Is that a fake name? Yeah. When you drop into fake Zoom. When you drop into Zoom. Zooms? Yeah. It was one particular Zoom. Um, It was like one of those multi-level marketing companies, and they kicked me out. Which one? So then uh, Monat. Oh, my God. So I joined... um, I joined, my name was like Trey Angle, you know, like Triangle. <laughs> and, then, and I just sat there for like 15 minutes. And then they finally realized I didn't belong. It was like one of their like top achiever meetings. Oh. And um, the person running the Zoom was like not with Monat. He's someone they hired to like pour cocktails. It was like a little cocktail party. So when they kicked me out, I changed my name to Aaron Hensley. It was like another guy that was in there. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I'll just you know, put that name in and I don't think this guy's going to know. And so then he added me back and then there was like an Aaron, his name was actually Aaron Hendley. I like spelled it wrong. So it was like, there was like an Aaron Hensley and then Aaron Hendley. We're just like <laughs> sitting like the there Hensworth together. Brothers. Yeah. And then they kicked me out again. But what? It was like, Wait, how did you get that name. zoom link? Um, somebody who follows me, they saw me do a bit on them about them going bald or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess what I did was um, I photoshopped their CEO bald and then I sent, I made like a meme of him saying, if you like the Vin Diesel look, you should try our products. And then I sent it to- Oh, I think I've seen that one. Yeah. 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 And then I, e- I emailed it to the, um, the PR people. And then, so my bit is like, I pretend to be like a reporter for a fake mm-hmm. news station called the Colorado and Times. And then I said, can you like confirm this or whatever? And then we got into like a back and forth, and then they ended up, ended up like sending their their lawyers. They sent me like a three page legal document, like threatening to sue me if I if the Colorado and Times published this oh meme. <laughs> <laughs> and so then, yeah, yeah. Are then, you ever afraid? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, then um, you know, so I shared that with people, and then um, like someone tipped me off to that Zoom meeting. It was like an anti MLM person actually her like instagram name is anti-mlm wow and she somehow had this link yeah she gets the she gets the the links like she's she's maybe she's she's maybe undercover like she pretends to be like yeah for them but that's dirty top 10 you can't be undercover like like with a downline of ten thousand people you know that's that's a beefy link i don't know how she's getting these beefy links but good for her Not liking fruit and chocolate. Lavender essential oils. Being an ant. Making your own cold brew. Wearing stripes. Welcome to Crazy Hot, a podcast about what makes us all so fucking hot. Hello. We're crazy hot. And so are you. I'm Eileen, and I'm wondering how ethical it is to use my massive mommy milkers for internet fame. I only just decided that maybe I should do this, and I'm feeling a little conflicted. And I'm Lauren, and I think food just hits different when you're standing up, eating as quickly as you can, and watching a YouTube video while doing so. Eileen. I totally agree. Are you inspired by me saying how great your webs looked yesterday? 
Maybe. Maybe it was that. I mean, I think I've always known that I have great boobs. And the, this is the reason why I have great boobs. And I think I've said this before, but it's because when I was a child, I used to pray to Jesus mm-hmm. to give me big boobs. And he did. And here I am. But no, the other I was just like, so the other day I went live on TikTok for the first time just because I was like, I've never gone live. I don't know like what it is. I should try it. And I got like 20 viewers, which I know is not a lot, but I was like, they were all strangers. So I was like, okay, so these strangers are literally just here because I'm wearing like a low cut shirt for, and they can, you know, see my cleave. And then I was like, okay, I'm definitely just like getting views because of my cleavage. But then I was like, maybe I should use that. But then I'm like, but is that, it's not wrong. But then I'm like, but I really want to be known like for my brains, you know? I mean, gross. I think you should do it if you want to do it. Yeah. And celebrate what's yours, you know? Yeah, it's like using my skills to my advantage. If you said the prayers, you get the shares. That's what I say. If, you if I said Jesus, the prayers, <laughs> I, did, I did the very hard, hard work of praying mm, for these. The most boring shit ever. I did the most boring shit ever, which is mm. saying a prayer. I'd rather do math in my head. The Would you? Okay, what's I did? What's fifteen times two hundred sixty nine? Eight hundred and seventy six thousand. No, that <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> nope. I didn't say I wanted to do either of them. I said of these uh-huh. two bad things, I would rather mm-hmm. do math in my head, and right, I would right. never times and fifteen by anything. <laughs> I would bring it down to 10 and add a zero and then mm-hmm. divide and then do some other math to account for the five. If you must know. Yeah. How I do and then math. you just take that total and then you divide it in half and then you add it because it's five. It's a half I of mean, 10. Exactly. This is exactly right. Yeah. So we're describing how to do math in your head <laughs> and we are succeeding. And our podcast is growing. <laughs> our podcast is totally growing. Hey guys, We're actually math teachers now. We're doing math on the on the <laughs> Guys, if you want to um, email us a math question and we'll try to do it live on air in our heads. Wait, we should also mention, though, if you do enjoy the podcast. And guys, I'm so sorry to say this. We hate to say it. We hate to say this. But if you do enjoy the podcast, if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, it really does help us out. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm sorry to be the people that are like, please rate and review us. But it does. It helps. And that it's one like way that you can really like show your support. And we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Again, I'm so sorry. And we appreciate you listening. We appreciate you listening so much. We love our listeners. Um, And yeah. And then if you want us to answer your insane questions. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing, guys. They can be real questions that you want us to answer. Or you can just make up like a stupid question and we'll answer it. You've heard some of the questions we've had. They're cray cray. They're they're cray cray and they're real. And they're real. So real. And these people out there exist. Anyway. Yes. Listen. Okay. Now to me. I am. Listen to me now, man. Listen to me now. Man, it's almost the end of summer. Have you even clocked that? It's the Dude, I know. August. So what the fuck? Literally, what the fuck? And also because I'm like, 
you know how when you're a kid, like you don't plan anything and the, you just wake up and you're like, oh my God, this is what I'm doing for the day. And you go to bed and like, you have no idea what you're doing the next day. Yeah, and like, you have no concept of the future. The future hasn't yeah, like come yeah. to bite you enough yet where you're like, I should have planned for that. Yeah. And then you're just living so in the present, like day by day. And then like day by day, by day, by day, day by day, mm. Godspell. And then <laughs> mm. do they bite your lip and Godspell? Godspell like you just did? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Godspell much? Oh Godspell much? Um, and then like you, but as you grow up, you start planning things. And then it's like, I have the whole month of August planned out. Mm-hmm. I have most of September planned out. Really? Like it, like, yeah, it's like. That I that I think is how the is how our worlds. That's why the time goes by so fast. Is because we already know like what we're doing. Like you know, months and months into the future as adults, and as a kid, you just don't. You're just like fucking living in the moment, being present like a dog. Yes, like a dog. I know. I'm and I put a lot of expectation and like destination. Mm -hmm. Um, I forget what it's called, but there's a term for it. Like. It's where you you think, oh, when I'm at this party later, I'll be all happy. Mm-hmm. Nothing will bother yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I hit, I hook that, I hook my wagon to that star. And then when I'm there, I'm like, mm-hmm. well, when I get home from this party, I'll relax and watch diners, mm-hmm. drive-ins, and dives, and eat a mm-hmm. garlic roll, and then I will be happy. Okay, I have someone. When I was in college, I was a barista, and at this place, shout out to the Gorham Grind, permanently closed. But I love you guys. Um, <laughs> um, as soon as I started working there, it permanently closed down. <laughs> it really goes. But there, I had this customer there, and he was a regular, and we would chat sometimes. And he said Ooh, one time, sexy. he he's like, no, he was like fifty. Ooh, um, flirtation. With actually, an older he man. probably wasn't fifty. I just thought he was because I was like nineteen. Ooh, genetic disorder. I just thought that he was like really. No, but he like he said to me once because he was like a philosophy or like a psychology guy. But he said once everyone wants to be somewhere that they're not all the time, no matter where they are, they're thinking about being somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So like when you're, you know, driving somewhere, you're like thinking about being there, just like you said. And like if you climb to the top of the mountain when you're at the top of the mountain, you're thinking like, wow, I can't wait to go down and like, you know, have a cup of cocoa. Yeah. Yeah. Or watch porn, yeah. Like, so you're always... And I've never forgotten that. I've always thought, like, every time I'm like, wow, I wish I were somewhere else. Mm. Like, wow, I'm always, always, always going to be thinking this. And I think the, the struggle is to, like, try to fight that and, like, live in the present is, like, not wishing you were somewhere else. Eileen. But I think we don't know how to do that, you know? It's hard. That's beautiful. Thanks, That's a really I guess. Cool way to say that. I Damn. wish I could remember who this guy was who was at the Gorham Grind. I remember it so clearly, but I don't remember his face, really. I think he kind of looked like Bill Sykes <laughs> from Oliver. He looked like the millions of actors that have played Bill Sykes. <laughs> he looks like Blake. <laughs> he look, no, obviously the movie version. I'm obviously talking about the immortalized movie version of Bill Sykes and Oliver Twist. Oh, but I actually think that Bill Sykes looks like Blake from The Bachelorette, which um, I hate Blake. Wait, uh, you, have you been watching The Bachelor? Holy shit. Eileen. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I burped while talking. <laughs> no, I can just talk and burp at the same time. See, when I was burping, I didn't wish I was anywhere else. <laughs> I was happy That's to right. Um, no, I haven't been watching The Bachelor. I wish I was taking a big old shit right now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, oh my god. You haven't I watched have to... The Bachelor? I, okay, so... 
I, as as the listeners know, um, last week you found out that I am engaged to be wed and to gorged. She's engorged. Food. I'm engorged, fully engorged, and we. The next day we were seeing my friend and we're planning this bachelorette party. So we went to Party City. And, you know, female listeners, sometimes when your period comes and your body's like, hey, we're scooping you out from the front. Why don't we do a little work in the back and give you like crazy poop? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm not talking a deficit of it. I'm talking a surplus. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm familiar. I'm in Party City. The manager, who's very nice. Everyone in Albany is so forking nice, it's out of control. They're like, hey, how you doing? I really like your top and your shoes. I mean it respectfully. If you need anything, I'll bring it to your car. And I'm like, all right, okay. He, of course, Mm -hmm. has this long hair. He's wearing a vest. He's unboxing some, like, purple balloons. And he says, how you doing? What are you looking for? Oh, you're engaged? Congratulations. And then I slip into their bathroom and just do like dark magic and then like I dark magic out, poops dark magic poops like yeah like snape running pulling his dress up because he's like about to shart oh my god I was <laughs> snape <laughs> <laughs> what and oh i probably sounded like snape i was probably like thank you all right thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. um and i was wearing exactly what snape wears and then I had to like see him four more times in the store knowing that he had seen me and probably seen me leave as well acting like Snape. Um, Wait, Lauren, can you turn your mic around? This way? Yeah, you want to talk. Yeah, that's better. You oh, want to yeah, talk into the blue bad. light. Oops. Yeah. Anyways, it's okay. I'm going to cut this story short and just say I destroyed a bathroom at, at Party City. And Dude, that's like the day sword. after I got engaged feeling like an absolute queen. That's all I want to say. I love that. I yeah, love that for thank you. you. Thank you. Oh my God! Don't air that. Our guest is here. No, except don't let him he in. has a different name. He has a different name on this Zoom account. Is it him or is it a fraud? Let's see. Someone who's gonna flash us? So, is it someone? Is it a stranger who's gonna flash us? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, listeners! I'm so excited for you to hear our guest today. Our guest today is the world's biggest internet troll. He has millions of TikTok followers. He has an award-winning publication called The Colorado in Times, where he tells people the absolute truth. He's currently running about 15 municipal newspapers and community websites at all times. Please give it up for Ben Palmer. Woohoo! Woohoo! Welcome, Ben. Yeah. Welcome, With all Ben. With all the community websites, it's really hard to to squeeze some time out for this <laughs> i'm sure and we do we really appreciate you taking the time this is investigative journalism at its finest for you there are a Thanks lot of people on. refreshing their town websites saying how come i'm not finding out the rest of this saga <laughs> There's, um, i was watching then, the news i was watching the news yesterday as uh, denver seven i live outside of denver and they were like showing people's comments on their facebook page and uh, people, some people were saying some like really mean stuff, but they were like airing it on TV. And I was like, I need to get on here, at, you know, mm-hmm. become like a story. Yeah. Yeah. I'm shocked that you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have my work cut out for me. There you go. Okay. So- wait, for real though, how do you have like, how many Facebook accounts do you have? Um, I, well, so right now I have a list of maybe 15 to 20, but half of them don't work. Because like people will send them to me, and then they get locked because 
yeah, for whatever reason. But I have a couple, you know, that I'm like, uh, that are active that I can use to make mm-hmm. a page with. And okay, um, wait for for our listeners who don't know who you are. What? How would you describe yourself and what you do, like to a complete stranger? Um. So, one of like the main things I do, or like I've been doing for a while, is pretending to be corporations on their Facebook pages. So when people go and complain to, you know, Charmin about toilet paper, I would respond as Charmin and, and then they would think that someone from Charmin is being rude or snarky. <laughs> and then I just take screenshots of that and share it with people. Oh my God. Yes. And it is amazing. Um, <laughs> it's so good. I am, I think for the first time that I, that I, that like you came up on my for you page on TikTok. I was like, who is this person? How did they think of this? And like, <laughs> it's so funny. I also am just like, me and Lauren are the types of people who like, we hate to, to upset, people upset people and like That's make us. people mad. Make but people you mad. seem to really not care, which <laughs> is, I think, a quality you must have to have to do this because people are constantly mad at you. Well, yeah. let me let me answer for Ben and say... <laughs> <laughs> that I consider you the Bruce Wayne of customer service because people think they can say whatever they want. There is this mm-hmm. toxic environment of, yes, they're corporations, but there are real people behind them. And people are literally calling Charmin and being like, you dumb bitch. Those bears lied to me. And you hurt. I hurt my butt with your toilet paper. And it's like, if you've ever worked in customer service, you know that there is this fallacy of, I can say whatever I want to you as a customer. And mm-hmm. you have to be nice to me. You have to do a yeah. customer service voice. So I consider you like righting the wrongs of people complaining to Charmin. Like you should complain to Charmin about where they're sourcing their paper. Not that you hurt your butt because you drank like hot sauce and then <laughs> didn't use their toilet paper correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of like, yeah, abuse of people who are just like customer service reps. And there's like no repercussions for it. No. They're not allowed. You're doing what they're not allowed to do because if mm-hmm. they did that, obviously they'd be out of that company fast. Yeah. Well, that was me. I got I got fired from Joanne Fabrics. I had a temp job at Joanne Fabrics when I was. This was before I started doing this, and um, it was a great job because it was like everyone was really happy. There's a lot of like older women working on crafts and projects that they were like really excited about. Mm-hmm. And Joanne Fabrics let us give them everything. They would be like. Like, we could give them free shipping. We could make a new order for them. You know, their website was bad. So people always call and be like, ah, oh, the website's not. Oh, no problem. I'll take care of it for you. So for the most part, it was like the best job ever. It was really fun. And then um, one year, I came back the second year. I worked there one year. And I had heard about people hanging up on customers who got rude. So, like, this one lady called and started yelling at me. And I hung up on her. And then they fired me, like, the next day. I'm like, I thought we were allowed to hang up on people. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's wild. I so what made you want to work at Joanne Fabrics? <laughs> I was just well, I lived in um so I lived in Akron, Ohio, and their headquarters is in Hudson, which is like right near Akron. And uh, I just like needed a job, so I signed up with a temp service, and that was like one of the jobs that they. And then like me and mm. my friends, we all worked there. It was like really fun. We're all working there together. <laughs> So you were that like, you got to so come to funny. Joanne. It's super fun. And then your yeah. friends came and started working with you. Yeah. Three of us were working there. It was great. That's the best. <laughs> so you're like three 20 something dudes just like working at Joanne. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We loved it too. It was like, it Dude, was a lot of fun. Sick. Yeah. My mom 
is obsessed with Joanne's. And when I was a kid, my sister just texted me this the other day, and I, it was like unlocked a memory. My mom, when I, we were kids, used to go to Joanne's, and she had like all these coupons. She would like, like bank up on coupons. <laughs> and you at Joanne's, you were only allowed to use one coupon per customer. So she would have me and all of my sisters like use a coupon <laughs> for like a different. Your six sisters. Thing yeah, and we were like, you know, 12, 10, <laughs> 8, like buying fabric. Like, and it was, it wasn't even a secret. My mom would like line us up and like give us yeah. each a coupon and give us money <laughs> and be like, okay, now you guys go buy these. And we're like eight years old. Did you do that hilarious Home Alone scene where they're like, where's your mom? In the car. Where's your dad? At work. <laughs> no, my I'm mom was standing old. right there. The yeah. cashier knew. Like, it was very oh, yeah. obvious. Like, <laughs> what we were doing. The cashier is oh, like, you're. Making your kids do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was like, yeah. Is that not allowed? Can an eight-year-old not buy fabric? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is she that illegal? saved her money. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is... Oh, my God. That's so great. Is that um, where you learned how to, like, how the, the back-end stuff works that, that has allowed you to get into this? Or where did you get all of this, like, tech wizardry? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that was a couple of years before I started doing the customer service thing, I guess. Um I just like would go be on Facebook all the time. You know, it was back when Facebook was more fun. And mm-hmm. like the corporations weren't on there in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was just like you and your friends, even all these like crazy, like old Trump supporters weren't on there. You know, it was like, it was different. Yeah. It was like your yeah. parents weren't on there. But then all of a sudden, like all of a sudden the corporations were on there, like starting to get on there. And then I got like fired from another job because they saw my Facebook post. And I'm like, this is fucking <gasps> bullshit. This is supposed to be like my fun yeah. little playground. Not yeah. your little, you're not bringing this misery into, into Facebook. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I would just like try to entertain people and write to like Jimmy Dean sausage and be like, Hey, I left my sausage out on the trampoline. And just try to get them to use the word trampoline in their response or something, you know? Uh-huh. And, um, That's awesome. you know, some people would have good replies and then like, a lot of them would just ignore me. And so, I don't know, one night I just stayed up real late looking around and I noticed, like, that was when they first started allowing, well, the, I started looking at other people's posts to the companies and they were like real, like, hey, I need your help. And so I was like, no one was responding to these people at all. And I was like, well, why aren't you responding to us, you know? So I was like, well, if you aren't going to respond to them, I'll just respond for you. And so then... <laughs> I started signing my name. Like, I didn't even change my name to the corporation. I was just commenting as Ben Palmer, but I would sign my name as um, a freelance customer service representative (laughs) for that company. Pro bono freelance (laughs) customer service rep. (laughs) And back then, like, people people fell for it. It was just crazy. Mm Because now it would be like, why are you commenting on my thing? Shut up. Right, right. But, like, people, no one knew what was going on. So then I would do that. And then that, that, like, got like good uh, amount of feedback from people. And so then I just kept doing that. Mm-hmm. Is there a favorite company from the early days that you were just getting a lot of hits with? Um, yeah, well, there's one Domino's. I kept, well, they like blocked me and then I'd be like, Domino's let me go today. <laughs> yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then people would be like, you need to rehire Ben Palmer. He's the best customer service representative you've ever had. Oh my God. <laughs> That's the best. Uh. I love Domino's. We used to get Domino's <laughs> at my private high school that I went to for one year. And the pizza's like sweet like candy. 
Yeah. <laughs> sweet like candy. It's, it is Domino's. Sweet. It's like really sweet. sweet. like candy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. They have sweet sauce. I think Domino's is good. Like, I love Domino's. I, yeah. Um, okay. I'm always. Wh- one thing that when I watch your video videos, Ben, I'm always like. I want to know what happens like after it ends because like obviously you end on a punchline like and it's very funny but then I'm like but like then what happened like there's I think there's one where you did a, the Hobby Lobby thing with oh, the yeah. Pride logo yeah and it's like how how do they end like do they do they <laughs> they stop they stop responding <laughs> they just stop responding yeah they that was the last email. I, I guess I could have kept bugging them, but I was like, that seemed like a good place to leave it. <clears throat> yeah, it makes sense because, well, yeah, especially if it's an email, it's like, okay, well, then ne- now they know you're a troll. So, like, mm-hmm. they're not going <laughs> to, like, at, at that point. Yeah. Um, has Sometimes, there ever... Or they think I'm just, like, some snarky journalist. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, yeah. this is unprofessional. I had someone tell me that, like, I've never talked to a journalist so unprofessional. <laughs> Like, good thing I'm not a journalist, bitch. I bet you haven't. <laughs> Have you ever, are you ever worried that you're actually going to get sued? Um, Slash, have you ever actually been sued? No, I've never been sued. So, um, all right, so I guess, I don't know if this part was in the beginning. So what we're talking about is that I pretend to be like a, a journalist for like, a, a, I have a domain called coloradoandtimes.com. Mm-hmm. And then I email companies and have an email signature that looks like um, it just it just says Jackie Jones press relations for Colorado and Times. Then I email them a, a meme I made up and say, can you confirm you know, that your CEO said this? <laughs> so any so anyways, like I stopped getting responses from Colorado and Times because I was like, I think people are Googling it now. So then oh. I tried to make some other ones. Right. And um, so I was like, the plan was I'll make a. A website that looks just like an actual company like the telegraph um mm-hmm. they're like called the, they have a, the daily telegraph i've made a domain called the weekly telegraph and then use their their logo and that didn't last long they sent me an email and they're like cease and desist yeah <laughs> wow, wow, and so i was like yeah. okay i'll stop once they send me the cease and desist i'll stop because i think if i keep going then they'll yeah. sue me because i all right so i read about this wall street journal quote-unquote reporter she was like going to actual press conferences and pretending to be a Wall Street Journal reporter and interviewing people. And they asked her to stop like 15 times and she didn't. And then they sued her. So I was like, all right, well, I'll stop when they ask me and then just mm-hmm. and then and just then, yeah. keep it moving. <laughs> yeah. So I don't get sued. Somebody was just who were we just with that? They were like, I got in trouble with this company or this. Com- oh, um. It was like a management company and they literally set a court date with this guy for kind of faulty claims like they you know he did work on their apartment and he's a contractor and then he wanted his security deposit back and and he was like I did this great work on your apartment and we agreed on it so you should give it back to me and they said no we're suing you we're suing you over this and he went to court and they just didn't show up so they threw the case out. Oh perfect. Oh that's good. Like he went to the court date with you know representing someone representing him and they said no they're not coming so you're done you win oh they thought maybe they didn't even have the money to go through with it or they were just trying to scare him or something yeah yeah i think that's exactly what it was but they brought it all the way to great see on tuesday and then no one 
Yeah, I got a ticket recently. I'm like, I think I'm going to show up and see if the cop's not not there. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because they, like, never do. Yeah. Right? Because why does the cop care? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's crazy. Um, So there's a... My friends and I used to make up court shows to get on to sue each other. That's right. Oh, my God. (laughs) You also did... Yeah, wait, explain... Yeah, sorry, explain that. This wasn't my idea. This was, like, years ago being a broke comic and me and my friends my comedian friend was like yo my cousin like went on this court show and they paid him like for what he sued for and he won and it doesn't go on your record he's like do you want to do it i'm like i guess sure yeah. <laughs> i didn't think it was gonna happen he's like okay i'm gonna sign us up now i went on their website oh and then uh he was like yo they called me and i'm like what <laughs> and then so we went through with it and then me him and my other friend you know we like came up with a case made up fake flyers for a comedy show we said my friend was a comedian he performed on the comedy show and then my other friend the promoter didn't pay him because um he was cursing and he violated the contract so then we Mm. made a contract and nothing in the contract said that he violated it so we made sure he we won Mm. and i was like a witness and then yeah so then they fly you out to la and put you up for a few days wow nice hotel and then they um send you a check so then we would split the check oh did you make a lot of money off of this? You can sue it for up to five grand. So we'd sue for like, yeah, like 4700 or something like that. And then oh split it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, and you go to L.A. for so free? Smart. Yeah, you get to go to L.A. It's fun. Yeah. It's How? Nice. Okay. That's wild. Did you have someone call and interview you like as a pre-interview yeah, before you came out? Yeah, and that's the scariest part because you're like. They're trying to I'm we, just making like, this figure up. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't say that. But yeah, Sean. He was wrong. I can't believe he did that. Yeah. 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 My roommate used to do that for people's court. She did that for years for people's court. She was a like she she lived in Long Island at the time. They'd send a car at 4 a.m. to pick her up from Long Island, drive her to Manhattan. And she called and corroborated like all of the stories for the cases. Oh, wow. And and decided if they were compelling or not. I may wow. have talked to her on the phone because I used to call, I used to submit to people's court. I never got on there, but they oh, yelled at me. She's, she's, <laughs> she has some crazy stories from that. They were, just... they were real strict. They didn't want any fake cases. Mm-hmm. Me and my friend, we submitted one time and we almost got through. And then they were like, no, we're not going to do it. Cause like we didn't have evidence ready in time. Mm-hmm. And then like a few months later I tried again and I forgot to use a different email so they were like totally into it. And then they saw I was the same guy doing a different case. <laughs> and the guy was like, if you and your friend ever call with another cockamamie scheme again, we're going to tell all the other court shows about you. <laughs> they used the, the mixer. word cockamamie? Uh, yeah, that's why I said it. I would never forget that he used that. <laughs> cockamamie oh scheme. He used the word cockamamie. Because they, they must know, if you get on one court show, they must, like, you... Can you go? I guess you have been on multiple, so they don't check that much, probably. Yeah, I think some of them. Um, like People's work Court clearly does. People's Court's in New York. They're kind of like their own, but I, yeah, they probably talk to each other, you know? Mm-hmm. They have like the database. They can see if you've been on the show before. I got on Judge Alex mm-hmm. twice because I used my middle name and that helped me like <laughs> slip by for a little bit. Oh my God. But does Judge Alex has no idea? Judge Alex, Judge Alex is like, no, he no. sees so many people, but like, yeah, so like, it was like a, probably a few years, three or four years from the time that I was a witness on there to the time that I was like a defendant in a new case. 
But, oh, my um, God. oh my God. That oh, is so, just so silly. All right. So to the cease and desist, another cease and desist that I recently got, me and my friend made up a case to get on The Mediator with Ice-T. It's like a new show. <gasps> nice. Yeah. So they, um, they were shady. Ice-T was cool, but the producer, shady. Like they didn't pay us. And then they didn't pay other people too. I saw people tweeting at them <gasps> be like, you never paid us. It was only like a thousand dollars too. Like, and you do a lot of work to, to put the, a good case together. You know, you're mm-hmm. like, you're working for them. And mm-hmm. then they just didn't pay us. And so I emailed them and was like, I'm going to report you to all the entertainment outlets if you don't pay us. And then the guy called me and was like, oh, you just emailed a trial lawyer. He's going to sue you for $3 million. So he was like trying to scare me. Yeah, it was yeah. crazy. I was like, well, this is weird. So anyways, then when I posted the videos about us doing the Ice-T show and how we made it up, then he sent all these cease and desists mm. and got him taken down. Because I'm like, I think he's just mad because because he actually had to, he paid me he like venmoed me or something i'm like thank you you know i'm like fucking iced tea himself no <laughs> venmo some guy oh okay executive producer mm-hmm. yeah don't ever go on that show if they try to cast you they're they're shady that's so, wild yeah and he was like threatening to sue me i'm like dude i'm just trying to get the thousand dollars that you guys said you would pay us yeah right but they were just <gasps> stiffing everybody it's weird dude right? like, that's and you would think Ice T, come on, uh, FBI, mm-hmm. a special victims. <laughs> he's unit like the number much? one anti perp, and and he has a perp being his producer. I know. There was another producer who was on our side. See, she was just like not officially with them. They hired her, and then her contract ended. But she was pissed at them, and she was like, "I would, you should tweet Ice." <laughs> so I was like, "All right, I, I tweeted at Ice T, but I only did it a couple of times. Like he has like a million people tweeting at him. <laughs> like, right, yeah." Right. <laughs> I know I'm Dude, in that line. That's crazy. Tweeting at IT all the time. <laughs> yeah, I just want to know like, how Coco is. I was is. underneath you. Your tweet was higher. And it's, yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> ben, we have not even asked you our most important question. Oh, no. And it's something <laughs> that's very real. It's something that is real, that no one could, could say cease and desist because it's not mm-hmm. ceasing or desisting. It's not ceasing or desisting. <laughs> and that is, why, why are you so... so hot what is it about you that makes you hot it can be physical it can be mental what about you draws other people to you chickens i would say chickens is the answer i have eight chickens at home you have eight chickens that is cool my mom also has chickens oh really yeah what are you Um, doing with those eggs yeah wait so do you live alone no i'm married i mean my wife live in a you're married oh my god congrats congrats um so you and your wife have chickens. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> or how? Like you without get three being chickens why? when you move outside of so, Denver, you get three oh, okay. chickens as a welcome. Yeah, home. we yeah. live we live next to like a farm, so we're in like a city. Our city has like two hundred thousand people, which doesn't sound big. New York? Are you kidding me? Like not even close. But right, it's still yeah. like a fairly reasonable sized city. But it's, it's also like, like um, Trader Joe's to us. Like when you go to Trader Joe's in New York, that's about 100,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like being in Trader Joe's. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we get it. So we, ne- we live next to a farm. We, uh, we have, you know, some space. And before this, we lived in like L.A. and Atlanta. So we didn't have any space. And so we we're like, well, maybe we'll get some chickens someday. So then, you know, we weren't even planning on it. We went to the store. It's like a a farm feed store. I don't even know what we were going to go get there. But then they had baby chicks. 
Yeah. And so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Then we went home. We're like, <laughs> do we really want to do this? You know, like contemplating it. And then we went and got four. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then it was on. Now we have eight because we're like, well, we want to make sure we have enough eggs. I don't, I don't know where that logic was mm-hmm. going because I think we'll I have mean, you'll never be eggs. short yeah, on I think eggs. You guys, unless you're eating <laughs> 80 eggs a day each. Yeah. <laughs> like how many are you going to have per day? You're going to do 80? Oh, well, we need four more chickens. We need four more chickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... They fucking, these chickens, what they don't tell you about these little chicks is they are chicks for like a split second and they mm-hmm. become chickens very quickly. Mm-hmm. So it was like a race to beat the clock to contain these chickens, these little shits. They're crazy. Yeah. They're yeah, on dinosaur you... time. They're not waiting for anything. <laughs> yeah. Did you build a coop? Yeah. So that was, well, we bought a coop nice. and uh, we built a run, um, which goes is around the like... coop. Oh. Yeah. So most people have small little runs. So imagine like, I don't know, a, a small shed. Imagine like a third mm-hmm. of, of a shed. That's the coop. And mm-hmm. then a fence around it that covers the top part too because you can't let them get killed by hawks and shit. Right. So we built a massive run. I don't know why. Wait, a run is We're like the, the wire fence, right? Yeah. It, it encloses yes. the coop. So they sleep and in the coop. Top, but then too. during the day they hang out of the run. Mm-hmm outside Mm -hmm. but they're still enclosed so they don't get killed by predators right chickens are very territorial animals and very social and they de-beak chickens in factory like egg farms because they have such little space that you know they have less than like the page of a book in traditional egg farms to stand on and because they're so social and territorial and there's such a hierarchy they will peck each other to death Mm -hmm. Um, oh yeah so they de-beak them they take their beak off with like a hot knife yeah. Um, oh to God. prevent them from killing each other because then they're not profitable. Which is yeah. another great reason to support people who have eggs, who have their own chickens, mm-hmm. or to have them yourself. Because mm-hmm. And that's why I like, came on here today. Um, I have an egg business. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm promoting his <laughs> egg business Ben has here. a large percent of America following him, but he's, his passion... <laughs> His eggs. His eggs. Yeah. Ever since I, he saw Beauty and the Beast and that woman said, I need six eggs. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to fill that calling. void. My parents, because um, my mom has had chickens for a long time. And one of them was born with her beak was like, instead of being straight, it was like zigzag like this. Yeah. And so she couldn't eat so she stayed really small and all the other chickens pecked her and they did eventually peck her to death. Oh, and man. yeah, her name was Jubilation T. Cornpone and we called her Juby for <laughs> sure. <laughs> she stayed really small and it was really sad <laughs> because so sad. she was just an innocent Holy. little chicken. But yeah, do you, <laughs> that we so gave do a your... clown name and then allowed to be mass <laughs> murdered by our other pets. Okay, she <laughs> was named after Lil Abner, which is a I very yeah. Um, it's a musical. Uh-huh. Thanks, and um, very niche. Um, anyway, Ben, do your do your do your chickens have like one chicken that they that they pick on? No, not so far, so good. Like we How worried, old are they? Very worried about that. They're like ten weeks old. Oh, so oh, they're they new. get alone. Yeah. So you like so they're just not new, got them? Oh yeah. No, they are new. Yeah, yeah, they're new. They're but new babies. yeah, they look like teenage. They look like young adult chickens. Mm. Wow. Um, have they, they started so, laying eggs yet? We have four of one breed. They're golden. They're like orange looking. They look like mm. standard regular chickens. Mm-hmm. Then we have these four, other four that are white and black, and they look kind of different. 
mm-hmm. but they all stay in their four. Like they'll intermingle, mm-hmm. but when it's time to go to bed, it's, it's four, four and four. four every time. Yeah, and That's they so roll cool. together too. They're they're like you know the little flock. Mm-hmm. Are their eggs all different colors? So they haven't started laying eggs yet. Oh, okay. So, uh, they have yeah, to get their periods, do. Eileen. Remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember. <laughs> Need we I forget? Remember. <laughs> Need we forget? Um. Okay. Great. So your chickens make you hot. Cool. We love. <laughs> yeah. that. We love that for you. But what really makes you hot? Come well, on. What really makes you hot? Come on. <laughs> what have uh, the other answers been? I'm not sure where to where to go. Mostly chickens. Um, mostly chickens. <laughs> Almost everyone been... has said chickens. Yeah. Damn no, it. people say things. You know, like they um like some people are like, well, I'm really confident. Someone said their hands, like their mm-hmm. hands. They really um like their hands. <laughs> Um, I think people sometimes think of what people say about them. Like, oh, yeah, we asked yeah. your friends like or your wife or your family. What uh, makes you and we don't mean like everybody who is, you know, your family's like, oh, my son is hot for this. But things that people admire about you. Yeah. Admirable qualities. Because mm-hmm. we all know that you're killing it on the interwebs. We all know that you're the Bruce Wayne of the people standing up yeah. to ho baby, low baby and telling them <laughs> no more. Um, mm, you know, my, um, wife's parents come to town last couple weeks ago and they, th- they think I make good pancakes, but I don't really make good pancakes, but like Ben's, he's the pancake guy. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, fucking... I love that. I love that, that stage. My, my, um, Ben, pancakes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Every time there's pancakes to be made, it's like, Ben, are you going to make these pancakes? We know who can make those. Yeah. <laughs> Mug. You they... just flip them when the bubbles come up. That's it. That's all you do. That's, that's true. <laughs> Wait, do your do your in laws and your parents um, do they know like about you know your little? Um, I should stop using the word. <laughs> yeah, Eileen always. Those are always very famous little game. Oh my god, I'm like little, this that little you thing that you do. Um, I said that, that little, to someone else, and pathetic. I was like, oh my god, this is so rude. Um, do they know about? Um, what yeah. you do at 4 a.m. Your little comedy. Yeah, but they um, keep their distance. I think, <laughs> like my parents. So my parents are very, uh, you know, they have more boundaries. Aaron's parents, but they have their own boundaries in their own unique way. But they're like more open to comedy and stuff like that. You know, my dad like secretly will check up check up on me, but like he probably wouldn't agree with half the shit that I'm doing. So like mm-hmm. we don't really talk about like every single joke but he'll, he'll know they remembered when i did like pretending to be the city of atlanta because they lived around there and they thought that was funny and mm-hmm. my mom likes the court show stuff you know she's like yeah. excited i was gonna be on the on tv she's like texting mm-hmm. her friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. but um yeah so it's like i guess I, I think my wife's parents i would invite them to a show one day if i had like a good a good show that they could go to it just mm-hmm. hasn't happened yet but my parents, my dad's come to like a drunken open mic with me before and like they're cool. Like they, they came to like one of my birthday open mics and it was at a bar and, you know, I'll, yeah, but, but yeah, they're just like, you know, how do I put it? You know, they're. No, I understand. You, your parents don't always get your comedy. My, my mom is always telling me like, you should stop talking about sex. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. no. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like well, I want to talk about this. But right. It's like so, yeah, I don't want to tell. I actually don't want to tell you. You know, it's like I don't want to tell you, yeah. mom. <laughs> right. But it's I like, want to tell an audience. You can support me from afar and not listen. And yeah. So no, that makes sense. Yeah, to have healthy boundaries with your with your comedy and the adults in your life who are from a different time. 
Yeah. Where did you and your wife meet, Ben? At a comedy show. She came in to... LA? No, it was in Atlanta. <gasps> oh. Is she, she also a was... comedian? She did comedy for a year. Nice. Um, yeah, Solid she, was fun- year. she was funny. Yeah. <laughs> but she was just kind of, she's over it. Yeah. She's like, yeah. fuck this. I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah. uh, she thought I was going to be like, she came to the show with her friend. They thought there was going to be a ton of people there. For some reason, I had this online thing that it looked like I was <laughs> doing really well. She showed up, and they were like the only people there. There was like them in a the front row, and like <laughs> a couple wow. other people. You Shark Tanked yourself. You were like, "Hello, my name is Ben, <laughs> and I'm interested in a lifetime of love." <laughs> I will yeah. build things. She, she came to the second ever show where I tried to do this stuff that we talked about, like live. Mm-hmm. Someone's like, "You should do a show." I was like, "All right." It was like the second try. She came to that one. And then, yeah, like, then she was also going to other open mics. She was into comedy, and so we just started talking that way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How did that go? Because there's a show in, in New York called Tinder Live that Lane Moore does. Oh, I want to see that. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it's so fucking good. My third date with my recent fiance. She just got engaged on got Sunday. Engaged. Oh, congratulations. On Monday, thank you. On Monday, sorry. Monday. Um, and our third date, which is the sex date, as we all know, so there was a lot of pressure on this, was to go see Lane's show because oh, nice. Nick knows Lane from Brooklyn Times, I think. Uh-huh. And she takes people's phones and gets on Tinder and people respond to her. In, I was like, there's no way people are going to respond in time. She's not going to get any play. She was FaceTiming people. She was <laughs> setting up dates. People oh, are on that God. app like responding like this. Wow. It was so good she is she so talented know all the right buttons to push like yeah to get people to respond it mm-hmm. felt like an auction like a cattle auction where she was like okay this person's uh, not responding so we're gonna go back to and and the her intelligence for keeping the energy up and giving people quick titles like oh big mouth bass guy oh he's he's responding he's typing let's go back to him <laughs> and it was like watching yeah, a nascar yeah. race that's but with so people's wow. emotions that's awesome. I actually have tickets awesome. to that show. She's going to be here next week. I think it's on like Tuesday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. She's gonna, oh. We have a little comedy club called The Comedy Fort in Fort Collins. She's going to be here. Nice. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to see this shit. This looks fun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> enjoy. She's she's fantastic. So talented. Oh, cool. So how did how does it go when you when you do shows with your uh, work uh, live shows with my what with your like it, you're doing you're trying these live shows like way back uh, in the day uh-huh. where you're you're reaching out to companies and stuff like that live oh okay so audience. no i've never tried it live oh now that could be something but like i do like live stuff for um people i'll do like a live stream for people who follow me or mm. like mm. like paid subscribers i'll do a live show because what i found was i try to do it like public if i'm like at home and there's mm. like too many people watching People will go on there and like intercept the the comments, and they'll start saying their own shit. I'm like, this isn't working. Yeah. So I do like I do like private streams for people who like subscribe to me and like support mm-hmm. me. But I've never actually tried a live show. I've thought about that, but it would have to be like I'd have to really be like you said. She moves quick. I'd be like I have to really have a ton of different things ready mm-hmm. to like yep. entertain people with because yeah, sometimes you comment and they don't respond for 20 minutes. We right. Yeah. Just sit there, sit there and wait for 20 minutes. But no, the show that I do is all bits that have that have worked online that people liked, and so I try to take the best of them and like stuff with a little more of like a story to them or something, and then I present the show like that. So it's like 
prepared material pretty yeah. much. Oh, well, you should come to New York because we would love to see you live. <laughs> I would love to come. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I actually, Lauren, I asked Ben to be on Crazy Hot, the live show, <laughs> not knowing that he lived in Colorado. I thought that you lived in New York City, and I was like, oh, my God, I should get yeah. him. And he well, has newborn know, chickens. He can't leave. He can't leave his newborn chickens. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll die. We're they'll not going to leave Aaron to, to feed eight crazy chickens, some of yeah. which might have messed up beaks. <laughs> well, I think you, um, when we first talked, um, we found out that we... We both know my brother. That, yes, yes. You know your brother, and I know your brother, yes. So and I, like, I didn't know that you, I had no idea you were related. I mean, I don't think, yeah. I guess now looking at you, you do, you look a little bit alike, but I don't think you yeah. look that much alike. Um, yeah, me and Danny, yeah, we're is, 11 what years apart. Age? 11? Yeah. Wow. So we have the same, we have the same parents, but we look a little different. But yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure if you put us together, you'd be like, I see it. Do you have any other siblings? Yeah, two other siblings. I'm the youngest of four. Danny's the oldest. Nice. And where and are your other siblings? Um... My sister's in Atlanta. That's how I ended up in Atlanta, basically. Uh, nice. nice. Danny also, I mean, I think Danny is like the original reason why I was in Atlanta because we, we, were, we lived in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny went to school there till high school to graduate at 18. Then he went to Mercer University. Mm-hmm. Macon, Georgia, like a couple hours outside of Atlanta. Ended up living in Atlanta after after that. Mm-hmm. And so then like my sister went to go live near him. And then I ended up down there at some point. Mm-hmm. But Danny, like his, his doing comedy helped me do comedy because I had secretly wanted to do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he started doing it in Atlanta. And I was like, holy shit, Danny's doing it. And then mm-hmm. I roasted him. I did like a goodbye roast when he moved <laughs> to New York. Nice. And that gave me confidence. I got laughs and I was like, oh, all right, now's the time. I'm going to go sign up for my open mic. Mm-hmm. So Danny and I like, you know, Danny's helped me get in there. Yeah. I love roast. I think we need to take the roast back because these weird Comedy Central ones should not be the extent of mm-hmm. of roasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could be really fun even if you don't if you don't know the person. If it's everyone's like got a good relationship and everyone's friends. Mm-hmm. As I remember at Danny's Roast, the people who worked at the venue were like, that was so funny. And they didn't know any of us, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they can be really fun. Yeah, Roast can be a blast. Ro- I went when I when I was in college, I was like my first. Uh, I was drunk two days ago and I really can't think of words. <laughs> um, wow. She's so d- drunk. I'm going to roast her. Hold on. She's, she's so, so drunk. <laughs> How drunk is she? <laughs> I was so drunk. I think my Zoloft is starting to kick in, mm. Ben. And it's in, as my <laughs> psychiatrist said, you're going to save money on drinks because it makes you, you can drink on it, but it like turns up, turns down your tolerance. Oh, nice. I think it just started wow. to work. So let's all get on Zoloft. <laughs> Zoloft. No, actually Fuck don't. That's what makes me hot. Zoloft. I forgot to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> sick. Um, and Dalliance. A short dalliance into improv was Mm. in college, and I did, like, one semester of it. It's with some of my closest friends, and they said we're having a roast. And I was like, okay, cool. What do you want me to bring food-wise? And they're like, no, it's like a roast. We're going to, like, make fun of each other. So I didn't know you prepared anything. So I showed up to this roast. I also didn't know that, like, everyone roasts each other, and it was so effing fun. Like, it has made me want to do an improvised roast and prepared roast, but just like roasting anyone, like yeah. roast me, roast mm-hmm. you know somebody in the audience, roast like this coffee mug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I would I be so bad at roasts. I don't know. I can't insult people. I'm like, you're <laughs> stupid. Like, that's what I would say. <laughs> but that's you're still stupid. funny. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking suck. Yeah. Bye. Um, speaking of things that mm-hmm. we're bad at. Yes. We have to do a sponsorship. Um, okay. They are a corporation. You may have tried to attack them before. <laughs> attack. <laughs> attack. And they're like, they uh, actually- dismantle. They don't really like you that much. Yeah, they actually <laughs> hate you. Very wary of you. Mm-hmm. Not happy. Mm-hmm. Not exactly happy that you're on the show today. No, right? No, they. We are actually might have to completely redo this section. Um, yeah. But we have to do it, and we're really sorry. So I'm really sorry. I'm okay. gonna go ahead and let okay. you do that. Okay, great. Were you raised by strict parents, and or you were Lindsay Lohan's character in Freaky Friday with a mom like Jamie Lee Curtis? Parents, right? They just don't understand. Teens need their own private space to grow and blossom and discover themselves. They simply can't realize their true selves with a parent breathing down their neck. And when a parent takes away a door, not only is that a huge invasion and disregard for personal privacy, it's also totally not cool. Introducing Shamara, a video camera security system for kids ages 1 to 19 that keeps an eye on everything in your room at all times and captures it on video. If they see a parent unsupervised alone without the child of the child's room present on screen for more than five seconds the video cameras immediately start recording and uploading it to all linked social medias live so that all of the kids followers will know that their parent is not cool the shamra believes in using societal shame to your advantage and so the shame parents experience after they've been doxxed and guarantee they'll be going to a nursing home is an effective way to reduce your parents being nosy snots and increase their respect for you may even start to garner fear of you like your god shamra get mom and dad off your ass we are so, We're so sorry, about, sorry that. about that. That, <laughs> wow, that was, was humiliating. That was quite the sponsor. They yeah, there's some debate, us. There's actually. some debate as to whether it's pronounced Shamra or Shamra because Shame Camera. <laughs> um, but oh yeah, either or. Anyway, I've so, been saying yeah, it's Shemera. like Shein. Shamara. It's like Shein. Is it like? Mm-hmm. Is it Shein? Is it Shane? Is it Shine? Is it? You know, anyway. it's definitely Shein. And you, you went to Scotland for too long. Eileen and you're like it's Shane okay I'm not the only person I think that is confused about the way to pronounce it and I agree that it is Sheehan because ben, of all the times Sheehan? I've seen Sheehan halls no I don't know Sheehan is a clothing is a clothing place you're not probably on the side of TikTok that that mm-hmm. does Sheehan halls Sheehan is like we're not even going to try to hide that these clothes came from a volcano of human rights violations in yeah. like <laughs> deep Asia they are sewed uh, inside out. There are like people's fingers sewed to them. But you can get like a dress for $2. Oh, wow. So win win. Win win. Who wants to see my haul? Um, <laughs> anyways, Ben, what I am so curious as to like, because you, so we know that you started doing comedy because your brother Danny, shout out to Danny. Um, Danny mm-hmm. is probably. I mean, he's probably a little, I would be, if you were my brother and you had 2 million TikTok followers, I'd be like mega gel, especially if I also did comedy. Is he like so annoyed at you that you are so, that you are so successful? Is he with the corporations or is he with you? No, Danny's, Danny's always been supportive. He's always liking stuff. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, I don't, (laughs) I don't know. It's like deep feelings but i'm right yeah he's always been super supportive of me i did his podcast mm-hmm. a few weeks ago and we talked about our journey together and Aww. you know i don't feel like i'm 
super successful. I have the followers, but I'm still working on stuff. You know, I'm still trying to trying to like become, you know, like a professional comedian fully and, mm-hmm. you know, support myself and my family completely. So it's still don't feel like I've made it or anything. Well, that is just your imposter syndrome talking. Mm. <laughs> is that, so is that the goal? Like you would like to have like a, a Netflix special of like all of your slideshows? Yeah. Type of deal? Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I emailed Netflix. That's probably too early. <laughs> like, who is this guy? Yeah. I'm like, hey, my dream is to have a Netflix special and have like a uh, cult classic comedy special that, you know, is innovative and inspires people. Mm-hmm. Like, as well as my goal. So I like emailed random Netflix executives and none of them responded so it's not the time <laughs> yeah they're I like mean, who is close. this guy you're not far <laughs> I don't listen, think if it's not far. now it's soon listen I think if any if any person at Netflix saw that you have two million TikTok followers they would be interested like really yes but I think the way to go about it is not to probably not to email like executive producers like they're probably too busy but like right. you could email like the development management people any like lower level producers or assistants or um people like that i think no that's a good idea because it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility i mean Mm -hmm. you know bo burnham had a netflix special when he was like 22 and like yeah um he also at that point you know he did he had a following but still he was like a child basically yeah Mm -hmm. And you've been doing this for a long time, and you have a huge following, and you huge. have a lot of great material, and yeah. I think people would love to see that. Yeah, well, I'll keep trying. I so yeah, you know, have you ever seen Nate on Netflix? No. Um, well, she's like did a live show in Los Angeles, and I mean, she's not like a super huge famous person, and she mm. had, I mean, but her show is amazing. And so, wait, they, her name is Nate. No, Natalie. Um, I, pa- I oh, Paula. Ma- Paula. Yeah, pa- yes, I yeah, have yeah, seen yeah. that. And I saw it. But I saw her live show at Improv Asylum in New York. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. That's cool. It was, it was wild. I bet. It was I pretty been, crazy. Like, yeah, really. Wait, so that's wild. on Netflix now? Yeah, what? it's called Nate. Yeah, and so I oh watched that. And that was like, well, I was like, well, she's not like um, like fucking Jim Gaffigan or whatever. You right, know? So right. I was like, maybe Netflix is open to some like new under the radar stuff and so that's why i was like well i'll just email these people i find but yeah no you're right i should keep trying and they're for sure open to it you need like you need like one person you need a person like who you know like that has a connection in there and i guarantee you you know someone because you have so many followers there there's gotta be someone who's like oh like i you know i was a pa on this netflix special or whatever like that for sure exists for you yeah you gotta put it out there into the world because if you have if you like know someone or someone has heard of you like that's your in and if you get a meeting and you like have a pitch deck and you like show them your stuff i mean also that and the fact that you have two million followers i mean it's like a done deal Mm -hmm. they want that well that sounds good eileen that's your superpower that's one of your superpowers I am good at that. I'm not going to do that. it for myself because I have problems, but um, <laughs> you're excellent. I mean, no, you're ec- you're excellent at that for yourself, but you're doing the work like we all I actually you know. Will. Sometimes I think um, 
So I've been emailing, you know, I look back at emails. And I'm like, hey, I want to do this like from years ago. I'm like, man, my show wasn't that good years ago, you know. So like mm-hmm. sometimes you get so like into your own world that you think you have the greatest thing ever. Mm-hmm. But like maybe it would be best. I don't know, though. Like maybe it would be best if I had more time to work on it or. But like I also have like an urgency where I'm like, I want to put this out before it gets like before people are like, oh, I've seen this before. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I want this mm-hmm. to be like yeah. a new thing. I don't want there to be another person who does it. I'm like, oh, not. But it's it's. I think those are just insecurities or like weird fears that maybe not aren't super rational. I don't know. I think, I think the visuals and the optics of what you're doing in your mm-hmm. brand are so clear cut on TikTok that even if someone kind of jumped onto that, you are the like it is just so visually impactful that it's you doing the thing that you do really well, taking it mm-hmm. to new corners of this world mm-hmm. that, you know, I understand yeah. looking on out and making sure that doesn't happen. But I think to me, you're solid as someone who's just like a true, you know, wide eyed onlooker who doesn't know a lot about what's going on. I could tell a difference between the OG and, you know, someone who's doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impersonating it. For sure. So I think you could also like Aparna. Do you know Aparna Nancherla? Yeah, she's great. She's great. And she does a lot of stuff like with slideshow stuff. I mean, it's not anything close to what you do, but like there are people that use slideshows in comedy. We in the Crazy Hot Live show, we use a slideshow. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But we like, I don't know, maybe even like reaching out to her reps being like, hey, I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. I do this thing like, um, yeah, if you can get like even one person with some connections like in your corner like i think this would sell itself i don't think you don't have to worry about like oh is it good enough it's good enough you have millions and millions of views it's good like and it's so funny it's It's so so funny funny. because everybody knows what you're talking about like yeah the tone you're taking with these companies might you know push away some some boomer hearts but yeah but you don't everyone's like oh my god like god forbid you fucking talk to cheesecake factory i know 20 (laughs) people who would be at that show just being like this guy messaged cheesecake factory yeah yeah (laughs) um so anyway we can't wait to see the special we can't wait to see your special we'll need credit it's gonna happen it will happen it really will happen because what you do is so so ingenious Thank you. It's so cool to know the backstory of how like this came to be. And that has kind of been something that you've been having fun doing mm-hmm. for a long time. And then you like took it to the big leagues. You're in the MLB. Yeah. He's in the big leagues. How mm-hmm. can I ask how long, like how long have you been on TikTok? And when did you first start realizing like, oh, I'm like getting attention. Um, so I found out I heard about TikTok on a podcast. I used in L.A. I was like walking dogs. And uh, I was walking with one of my dogs and I was listening to a podcast and I heard like the mention, this TikTok is blowing up. I'm like, oh shit, I got to get on there because mm-hmm. when Vine came out, I totally missed the whole mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. All these people did all this shit on Vine. I'm like, damn, I never did that. Like, ah, it's like always like a wave, you know, I'm like, I got to get on the wave. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, TikTok's a new thing. I got to, so I've been doing like the live show stuff. And so I was like, what? Well, I want to find a way to like make the videos for online. So I bought a green screen and then never did anything with it for like four months because I don't know, I was just busy or something. Mm -hmm. And I just was trying to hustle doing shows. Mm -hmm. And then, um, coronavirus pandemic, Mm -hmm. I was driving for like Uber and Lyft hustling, trying to do shows. I was saving up for a projector like that week. I was like, I'm going to get a projector. Then I'm going to go to these open mics 
and do my show at all the open mics because they give you like three minutes and it's not a good setup for my show. So I needed like a really nice projector to be able to do it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus pandemic shut everything down. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, well, I got this green screen. I might mm-hmm. as well just make these videos. And then, yeah, I made a couple that were kind of weird. It <laughs> didn't come out very well. And then one of them did well. And like, I was like, oh, shit. And so then I just kept posting the material that I had worked on. I'd already been working on this, this material and doing it in front of like audiences and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just made all those, like my best jokes into like TikToks. Mm-hmm. And then it grew from there. And so then I just kept going. I was like, holy shit, people are like this. I had a following on Facebook where people would see the screenshots mm-hmm. and like it. Anytime I tried to post a video, though, no one would watch it. I'm like, fuck, mm-hmm. man. But I'd perform in front of audiences and people would like it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it, why? Ah, it's frustrating, you know? It's yeah. Like, what was it? But TikTok, know? TikTok is the medium because TikTok is like people. I think people on Facebook aren't like looking to watch videos, and yeah. like people on TikTok are there to watch videos, so they're yeah. going to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same with Instagram. Like even on Instagram, I feel like it's hard to get someone to watch a video on Instagram. Yeah. I know. Like photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. All my Instagram followers are people from TikTok. <laughs> So yeah. it's like, yeah, but TikTok changed everything. And there's all these people mm-hmm. that finally were like, oh, holy shit, is, we like this. And I was like, mm-hmm. God damn it. There you are. Thank mm-hmm. you. I knew this was good because you mm-hmm. doubt yourself so much. Like, well, I posted this shit on Facebook, got one like and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Six, I wrote you weeks. every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then people, you know, I'd always, when you're only getting one like and then there's always like one comment and there's always like a shittiest comment you could think of. Mm-hmm. And then like, you're like, ah. Fuck you. They're like, no, I don't like this. But yeah. no, meanwhile, there's all these people just waiting to love it. You just don't know they're there yet. Mm-hmm. You right. Know? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, then you're doing great. You're on the up and up. We're so lucky to have gotten you this early Truly. in your fame. Truly. Um, and <laughs> we have some listener questions. Um, okay. And they need your advice. And. So we're going to read you the questions and you please give your best advice. And I tell this to all the guests. Don't try to be funny. It's mm-hmm. not. A, this isn't a comedy show. OK, just answer the question to the best of your ability. Mm-hmm. Okay. She tells all our guests to drop the shtick and knock I, it off. Drop the shit, <laughs> Cut it out. Yeah. Be yourself. And Eileen, you could pair together your your use of the word little and say, like, this isn't your little projector. <laughs> this, isn't, <laughs> this isn't your little. Drop your little shtick. Drop your yeah. little shtick. <laughs> I see what you're doing. Stardom. And just stop. Okay. Here's our first question. Lauren and Eileen, I need to let my boss know that I'm quitting. What is the best way to do so? We've worked together for five years and are friends and happy coworkers. I feel like she will be mad or take it poorly. Signed, Nervous Nelly. Mm. Mm. Um, maybe float the idea. <laughs> How would you <laughs> feel if I just left this place? Yeah. Oh no, hold on. That was. I'm trying to be funny. I gotta cut this shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna cut that out. Don't worry. Cut it out. Yeah, I'm cutting this all. I'm gonna cut. This I all wish out. I knew. Five years. They work together all the time. Probably are. There probably is a bond there. Mm-hmm. So like. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if you do it the right way and say all the right words, it's gonna probably hurt a little bit for that mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. you know. But um, time will go on, and I think if you manage it well now, and don't say anything too drastic or hurtful, and stay calm about it, and do it professionally, you know, put your two weeks in or whatever the process is for there, then like down the road, you'll be able to 
get back together and be cool. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you do all those things right and be respectful and, you know, be mindful of that person's feelings, then, then um, I think if they still have a problem with you, then maybe they wanted to be your friend for other reasons besides just like genuine friendship. But mm-hmm. it sounds like they're cool and they could figure it out, I think. Mm-hmm. Where did you get your therapist degree, Ben? <laughs> go on. Go, um, well, I talk to my chickens a lot. And they Phoenix? Listen. Yeah. They don't Aww. say anything back. No. Yeah. <laughs> do, no. wait, do your chickens <laughs> have names? That was good advice. Yeah, they have names. Uh, what are there's they? Peep, there's Peep, Cookie, Squeaky, Rex, Captain Jack Sparrow, Cruella, Marbles, and BB. BB. Wow. We have a wow. Pet BB. Wait. BB is short for burnt biscuit because she's not sweet like Cookie, but she's um she's a biscuit, and then Aww. she's like had like a little dark color, so she's burnt biscuit. <laughs> she's That's Jack's. So she's Jack's best friend. You know, BB and Jack. That's, That's so Jack Sparrow cute. and Burnt Biscuit, and they're best friends. <laughs> That's yeah, Jack Sparrow and Burnt That um, was great advice. That was great advice. Very, very kind, human-centered, and also professional. I will say also, as someone who... So I was I worked at this place, and my two managers were really good friends, and they worked together for a really long time. And one of them quit, and the other manager was really upset, like really mm. mad, felt betrayed, felt like, how could you do this to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, but at the end of the day, that is just what you said. It was like a friendship that wasn't meant to be. I think true friends will understand why you're quitting and want the best for you. And Mm -hmm. if they take it poorly and take it really personally, that's kind of on them. Like if, as long as you did everything right, like you put in your two weeks, you say, thank you so much for the opportunity. I've really enjoyed working here. I want to stay friends. Right. Then that's everything after that is like out of your control. And if they have a problem with it, that's just kind of, that's their deal, you know? Yeah. I think it shows a lot that you're writing to a show to get advice, Nellie, Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. you know, you care so much that you're actually putting it out there. And it's a tough question to ask because you can't ask your coworkers, you know, Mm-hmm. You you can ask your friends, but they don't really know. So I see why why you're asking in this way. But I think that shows a lot of forethought and care in general. Yep. Um, Good advice. Okay, great. Let's, Good job. Let's move on to this next question. And congrats on your new job. Whatever and congrats on your new job. Um, okay. Dear Crazy Hot, my sister is pregnant with twins. Last week, as I was walking past the fruit stand on the sidewalk, a Helena Bonham Carter-esque figure approached me and told me that one of my nephews or nieces will be born a wolf with dolphin fins. I said to her, that's crazy and impossible. She showed me a photo of it from the future. It was indeed my sister who is currently presently pregnant, holding two babies, one regular human, one a wolf with dolphin fins. When I told my sister that she... When I told my sister this, she was so freaked out and told me I can no longer be one of the groomsmen in her wedding, which is scheduled in one year. (laughs) Okay. This is devastating to me as she knows that the number one thing on my bucket list is to be a groomsman four times and I haven't even done it once. Hence, she's keeping me from my goal. She swears that I am possessed and being crazy. I swear that she has a wolf inside her that can swim in its own amniotic fluids. Is it possible she is hiding an affair with a wolf or dolphin or somehow both? I understand that it might be difficult for her to accept that she will, that she will in fact have to mother a mutant half one animal, half another animal. But if she was really good mother, wouldn't she love it no matter what? 
I suggested therapy because she's clearly insecure about being a mother and she shouldn't be because she is so great, but obviously needs some help. What should I do? I care about and love my sister and did not mean to scare her. I will fully support her having a wolf dolphin baby, but I also really want to be in her wedding. I suppose technically I will know by the time she gets married whether or not the baby is in fact a wolf dolphin baby because she is giving birth before the wedding. So maybe I will <laughs> what? maybe I will prove her right. So I suppose now my question is, how do I gloat in a way that says respectfully, I told you so. Sincerely, wolf dolphin lover. You got to wait until the birth. And mm -hmm. if it is a wolf dolphin baby like you are predicting or that you truly believe, that's when you say, I told you so. But right now, I think it's just inappropriate to comment on the species of your sister's baby mm -hmm. before it's been born. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I've always said that, Ben. I've always said you have to, especially with pregnancies, wait to gloat and say, I told you so, until... It has left the hospital. I will not go to someone's house who's just had a baby and ring their doorbell and say, I told you so, until they are home with the child right. at least a week. Only then can we Is it appropriate say, I told you so. To come yeah. to someone's house and say, I told you your baby was going to be like that. Yeah. And I'm don't talk about that. it. At, don't talk about it. Well, the wedding's a year from now, so the wolf dolphin baby will be there before yeah. mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. wedding. And brother. Okay. <laughs> and the brother and the and the human baby mm -hmm. don't yeah don't bring it up don't be talking about people's wolf dolphin babies <laughs> you got to keep that matter of fact you shouldn't have wrote us <laughs> yeah i'm glad this is anonymous but we're gonna, I mean, so we're gonna bleep out most of the stuff in that paragraph. there aren't that many people that have wolf dolphin babies so maybe you actually are singling them out on air mm -hmm. on mm -hmm. this podcast also yeah. great advice this this character that approached you at the fruit stand, a Helena Bonham Carter-esque figure, approached me and told me that one of my nephews or nieces will be born a wolf with dolphin fins. And she showed you a photo. Um, That sounds like a fruit stand employee, for sure. I can already tell from the way you described her that she works there. Mm -hmm. And if you want to write back and tell us where this fruit stand is, I have some questions of my own. Um, for the employee for the employee yeah yeah I, yeah I would like to know where this where this letter is coming to us from mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. good question keep good us, point keep us posted on this one keep us we'll posted. right back this is a multi-part I, I can feel it in my bones I mm -hmm. would love to maybe like to maybe hear from you after the birth and I would love to hear from you maybe post-wedding also, good luck with your totally. um, your bucket list goal of being a groomsman four times. Yeah, and congrats on being an uncle. Yeah, and congrats, no matter what, <laughs> no matter what comes out. <laughs> okay, uh, Ben, that was our two letters. Great job, <laughs> great advice. Um, we have one more segment for you. Mm -hmm. um, it's called the lightning round, and we're just going to ask you a series of questions. Don't think too hard. Just kind of whatever comes to your mind you know, first. Wait, this we're is gonna... like Scientology. You're like, you can't think. <laughs> Did you blink? You thought, mm -hmm. you thought. You know, you know what I'm talking about? You ever watch those Scientology Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I was actually, we're writing I... a report on you right after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking more of like Mike Birbiglia's don't think twice in improv. Just like, you know, like yeah. say the first thing. I was thinking about seen that movie? Don't Think Twice. No, I haven't seen it. I like oh, okay. It's about, it's about improv. Did you do improv? Oh, do you have an improv right, background? Ke it's got um, 
Keegan, Keegan Michael, uh, Michael Key. Key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, I remember. I never actually saw it, but I remember when it was out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah. you ever do improv? Um, I did like a, I did an improv class once. It was really fun. It was like exercises we did together, and then I did one like tryout thing, which is awful, terrifying. Mm. I, yeah, it it's like, the worst. It's, it's the, the worst. worst. We've done it several times. Do you We've have a cat back times. there that's trying to get out? Yeah. What are you doing? Hey. <laughs> Little kitty. <Yeah. laughs> Does the cat want to kill the chickens? No, the cat wants to kill mice. <gasps> oh. Wants to kill who? <laughs> that's mice. so good for them. That's so good for them. Yeah. Oh, mice. Yes, My yes, cats yes. love it here. Okay, so uh, this doesn't have to be <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> but but the, the reason our chicken run was so big is because we built a catio for our cats. We built it onto the house so like mm-hmm. they can go outside while being enclosed so they don't get killed. Because my one little cat, the one you hear scratching, like mm-hmm. a little shit, he's gone now. He loves to roam, and he's going to get out here. We live in the country. He's not going to make it. So we had to keep him enclosed but still let him outside, and that's the catio. So then we like took that idea and made our our chicken run the same size as the catio and our chicken run is massive it's not mm-hmm. a normal chicken run like mm-hmm. her neighbor is like that's for chickens this is like it, you don't have like wow. you're not like breeding um german shepherds <laughs> i know that's what it looks like <laughs> can you is it out, can you see it out the window can we see yeah i can see it i don't know if you'll be able to see it or not show us i can send you pictures ring light yeah. nice oh yeah whoa whoa oh you can see it yeah. yeah. Wait, that is really big. Yeah. Wait, is that a fence on the left there? Yes. So that on the left, Dang. it's not your, that's no, not your yard. That's like a fence. Wow, you have a giant yard. Oh me my and my God. neighbor. I know. And then there's a another yard that way. Do you own this house? No, we rent. Nice. nice. Do they but mow we your lawn from, for you? No, we got to mow it. I mean, but it's not, it doesn't grow that, sometimes it doesn't rain for a while and then it doesn't grow. So mm-hmm. we, I, it's not like a huge task, but it's kind of fun, like mowing the lawn. Isn't it crazy to be like, you're like a I'm a lawnmower. What you're the like, heck? I fr- I'm a freaking suburban dad mm-hmm. yeah. mowing a lawn. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> we went from L.A. living in uh, the first place we lived in West Hollywood is like 450 square feet. Mm-hmm. Um, one bedroom, the two of us plus cats. Oh, shit, what's happening? So, like, this is like a huge difference from what we're at now. We're like country nice. folk. <laughs> Do you feel great? Yeah, I love it. It's nice. Yeah. Nice. I'm glad they have a little comedy club here. If mm-hmm. I didn't, they didn't have that because uh, they, the dude who books it, books like legit people. And so, if they didn't have that, I might feel a little depressed that I'm like out in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. But there's mm-hmm. always Denver an hour away. If I mm-hmm. can go to Denver, and you know, now that my stuff's all online, I can. I'm just trying to travel and shit like that. So, it's mm-hmm. like, that's the dream. That's like yeah. where I, mm-hmm. Nick and I recently moved from Manhattan to Brooklyn because I was like bugging out over the pandemic and I was like, I can't do this. This is inhumane. Like we'd get off at um, 34th Street, mm-hmm. like Amtrak, and it's just a shit show. I mean, there are so many people who are just so high. They're, you know, have nowhere to live. It's it's really, really rough. And mm-hmm. then we'd go uptown and I was like, my heart doesn't feel any happier. Like it's mm-hmm. we're on the Upper West Side and my heart feels just as sad as when I was looking at someone like falling down an escalator in Penn Station. This is this is horrible. That's and so we sad. ended up going I called Eileen and I was like, I'm so sad, I hate this and she was like, You should move to Brooklyn and I was like, No, Eileen. She moved to Albany, New York, <laughs> where I can be really sad. And she was like, Go to Brooklyn. 
And now that we have like a tiny amount of space and there's not an ambulance going by our house every five seconds, Mm -hmm. I feel so much better. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And I think eventually when we do make a move, you know, on and off or permanently like out of the city, I'm going to feel even better. Yeah. You will. It just feels inhumane to me. I always have been like, this is not how my body or brain wants to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Brooklyn's a little more chill. You have more space and kind of feel like Mm -hmm. you're like a little more out in the open. Yeah. And the people seem more chill. Like I joke in Albany, people are super friendly. But in Brooklyn, people were even like, like things are just Mm -hmm. easier. They're like, yeah, "Yeah, it's less less to do that here. And I'll do it for you right now. No problem. Yeah. Yeah. Danny still lives in um, Manhattan, like 4th Street. Is that? Fourth Street, East Fourth Street, I think. Oh, East Fourth. Oh, wow. So like, (laughs) so like in the East Village, Lower East Side. Yeah, he lives on Fourth Street. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, he's in the um, East Village. Yeah, I live in party life. Oh yeah, that's a dope place to live. If you're, I mean, doing that lifestyle. The venue that I, I did a show with Danny, and it was on the Lower East Side, and. It was a very cool. It's a very cool hip happening neighborhood. I live in Washington Heights and mm. it's all right. It's fine. I definitely prefer Brooklyn, but I'm from Maine also, so I totally oh, like nice. wanna like wish I could live there and like, you know, like sort of similar to you like if I if I could live in Maine and do all the things I wanted, like I would yeah. I would live there. But yeah. What part of Maine like, did you come from? I'm from Portland and my boyfriend is from um, like the Acadia National Park area. And we were just there for this whole past year in during COVID. We we lived like on MDI, like on Mount Desert Island. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yeah, Lauren. Why do you love to lie? (laughs) Um, I get out of it because it's fun is is from Peaks Island. Yeah, Peaks Island Which is, is uh, part of Portland. Off of Portland that you can only access by boat. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, ba- and someone's it's... being bashful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was being bashful about it. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have known the difference. Like, I would have Well, no one does. You. No one's heard of Peaks Island because it's like, it's like right. five miles around. It's very small. It's so it has cool. like only a thousand people. And oh, nice. um, but there's like Victorian homes on Peaks Island. There are like purple and blue Victorian homes. And there's yeah. always the water. You can always go on a boat and stuff like that. Yeah, you can only get there by boat. You can't drive there. So like That's imagine awesome. me, a loser high schooler, can't go out with my friends because I have to be home on the 10 o'clock boat. Oh. Because um, <laughs> yeah, like, Portland's like the place you go if you want to like hang out. Well, there's no school on Peaks Island. So like oh. there's an elementary school. And then after that, you have to take the boat to go to school. So I was taking the boat every day um and like so i made friends in at school in portland they all live in portland and you know there were like a few kids that lived on peaks um but like all my friends lived in portland and i could like i would hang out with them sometimes but like i always had to you know get the last boat home my parents couldn't pick me up like someone had to drive me to the boat i could have (laughs) sleepovers but it was always like a big ordeal like if there were sleepovers and so yeah i was like i've hated you know people be like oh if eileen comes like someone has to drive her home like it's you know drive her to the boat yeah it's like being the one friend that lives out in the middle of nowhere yeah 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 i was like that for for a minute i lived in all my friends lived in like normal places and i lived out in this random hodunk town they're like i'm not driving out there i'm like god man that sucks (laughs) 
Yeah. yeah. And so then I'm just like fucking hanging out by myself, doing my homework like a goody two shoes. <laughs> Learning French. Learning French. Gross. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So anyway, it's been. Oh my god, it's been great having you on the on the pod, Ben. We just have this lightning round. Um, again, first answer, best answer. Don't think mm-hmm. too hard. Yeah, yeah. Go with your gut. Lane okay. more energy. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we will stop and all answer multiple questions together. So. Yeah, it's the lightning uh, round really turns into like a very long segment. A discussion. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Are you ready, Ben? Yeah. Awesome. Worst bird. Blue jay. Olympic sport you would excel at. Archery. Olympic sport you would suck at. Archery. <laughs> <laughs> Any very of them. Fair. He's a realistic <laughs> archer, folks. Uh. Best news network. Colorado and Times. Colorado and Times. Hard or soft ice cream? Hard. Swap lives with Angelina Jolie every two years or swap lives with Ricky Gervais every two years? Angelina Jolie. Why? Why? I don't really like Richie Gervais that much. Richie Gervais? <laughs> she's rich. She's probably way more, way more rich and she's probably doing cool stuff like helping people going into mm-hmm. other countries and helping people. He's probably hanging out with his buddies. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what he's jokes. doing. He's, he's in a circle Equinox. jerk. He's going to Equinox E63 <laughs> Street three times a week because he used to come in all the time. Yeah, did he really? Yeah. Oh my and God. so did Spike Lee and his wife all the time. Those and if he had to be Angelina Jolie, Jolie, then you can look at her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> or you can watch that movie she did. She had a double mastectomy, Eileen. So she has, she has breast augmentation. Wait, are you serious? No. Yeah, because she has a breast gene. Yeah. Her mother died of breast cancer, and oh she gosh. was a big uh, proponent of getting tested for the BRCA gene, which is like a very high indicator of having breast cancer. Oh, my God. But not, not just having that. it when you're super old, like having it when you're like 50 or 60. Yeah. If you have like aunts, PSA, if you have women in your family that you're related to that have had breast cancer in their 50s or 60s, get tested for the BRCA gene because then you need to go for more mammograms. And, but if you had like an aunt who was 95 years old and got it or, you know, then you wow. probably do not carry I it. I did not know that. And they mm. don't recommend testing for it. Um, okay. So that's always a part of it is me talking about BRCA. Um, <laughs> if we catch you reading a magazine at the grocery store, what magazine would it be? It might be one of those um, magazines where they talk about Bat Boy, you know, National Bat- Enquirer. Okay. Yes, okay. yes, definitely. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love the New York Post. Oh, my God. Seeing a pervert <laughs> written in black and white writing every day about someone else. <gasps> love that. Nick just told me I can't buy it because they're super Republican. I'm, like, giving them money. but that Yeah, is the a New York Post is, we don't like it them. It is so funny. They're oh, like, yeah. this mm-hmm. stinky pervert. <laughs> well, they just yeah, Yeah, their headlines are insane. And their readers are, like, you know, yeah, they're the, like, rednecks that live on Staten Island and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember one headline of theirs when Jared from Subway went to jail. They were like, "Take a foot long in, in jail, Jared." <laughs> like the oh front my cover. god! <laughs> imagine, okay, imagine you oh are a journalist. Like god. this isn't someone calling you Ben the worst journalist ever. You are mm-hmm. a real journalist, and you submit and get an okay from your boss on an article that's like, "Take a big dick up your butt in jail," and they're like, "Good job, Brenda." <laughs> yeah. Oh 
classic. Oh and then you go home to your kids. You're like, I wrote the best article today. <laughs> <laughs> I insinuated Crazy. that a celebrity who's gained weight stinks and probably has huge poops. And my boss gave me a raise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nailed it. What a life. <laughs> um, meat you could probably eat undercooked and not get really sick. Um, Fish doesn't count. Oh, okay. Um, um, lamb. <laughs> That's fair. That checks out. What about like a rare steak? Isn't that like undercooked, technically? I ate I ate meat on accident. I'm trying to remember the story of my roommates. <laughs> Wait, are you I, a vegetarian? Well, no, I meant to, what I meant to say is I ate raw meat on accident. I am a mm. recent vegan. So, yeah. Oh, wow. But this was before that. Um, I ate raw meat. What was that? Like pork rolls or something? And I thought they were cooked already. And I ate like the whole tray. Like, and then the next day, my roommate was like, "Did you eat all those?" He's like, "Ben, those were not cooked." <gasps> oh my but god! The worst one. Well, chicken's probably like the worst. I one, think chicken's probably the worst. You could have gotten botulism. Maybe I had it and just didn't know. Maybe you have it right now. Listen, is that it's like coronavirus? You can get botulism and just no no symptoms. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> wow, I am outnumbered because Lauren's also a vegan mm-hmm. and she's so obnoxious about it. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. I actually have been like more preachy than you, like that egg thing. I went off on a tangent. But wait, I don't oh, get the yeah. opportunity wait, to talk about it. You're going to eat eggs? Yeah, we went vegan after we got the chicken. So now mm-hmm. we're going to have all these eggs. I'll probably try because the farm fresh eggs, eggs are supposed to be really good. Yeah, they're. Right? Okay, because my mom has chickens. The farm fresh eggs are amazing. They're not yeah. like any other egg. They're delicious. And they they have the best life. Like, you've given them this amazing life. They do. And they're they producing do. these eggs. They have to. Like, yeah. That you, can't, you should eat them. I mean, if you yeah. want. If you want. As an or ethical vegan, I, I think if, if I had that situation, I would strongly consider eating their eggs. Because they, they yeah. do. You, these, these chickens have a life that, like, you know, yeah, that's they, like hitting the lottery. They're living in heaven. They're I basically mean, like the Kylie Jenners of the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your chickens are Kylie <laughs> they're Jenners. They're just drinking like Don Julio 1980. Kylie <laughs> They're billionaire chickens. Mm-hmm. They're, they are. They are. They are. Okay, anyway. Um, okay. Fuck, Mary kill. Auntie Anne's pretzels, Cold Stone Creamery, Taco Bell. Ooh. I'd kill Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I'd marry Auntie Anne's, and uh, I'd fuck Cold Stone Creamery. What? Nice. Why? Why kill Taco Bell? Fuck Taco Bell! Oh my god, I fucking hate Taco Bell. What? It just feels like Kill and Taco Bell belong together. Oh, they're they have like lava sauce. Taco mm-hmm. Kill. Taco. They could be killed. People love Taco Bell though. Um, they're like. Oh yeah. They're a great chain. People are like have fans. They're the only fast food chain that has fans. Yes. Um, True. True. Cold Stone. Uh, Annie Ann's is actually fucking terrible. I should have killed Annie Ann's. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping. They're awful. Every time I'm like, I love oh, pretzels. The mall is it? Oh, that looks delicious. And then I'm like, I eat it. It's like, yeah, it's good for like two bites. And then I'm after I'm like, what the fuck should I just do to myself? It's like butter yeah. styrofoam. Yeah. Also, I have a problem ethically with making your workers wear a costume that features a blue visor with a pretzel on it. Mm. Like put I... a cap, put a top on the hat, make it a baseball cap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, visors are weird. One yeah, time give I worked them some options. Yeah, give them options. A top hat, like that's how you cultivate a following. Is you totally. you create enjoyable flair. Um, yeah. When I was in college, I worked at a panini press cafe called 
books and bites it was in the library and one of my coworkers, when you start they give you a black hat <laughs> he came in the second day and they were like where's your your hat and he goes oh i threw it out <laughs> and they just said okay and let him not ever wear his hat and i was like <laughs> that rocks <laughs> yeah that's how you get away like, with look, it look I am producing labor. I'm working for you. Do I honestly have to dress up for you every day now? Like, no. Goodness gracious. I Take get, me like, to dinner you know, first. The customers need to know who you are, but there's other ways of doing that besides making you wear the same exact thing mm-hmm. every oh. single day. I used to hate working at Publix because of that reason. Because, like, ugly-ass green, mm-hmm. off-color green shirts every fucking day. Mm-hmm. And then it just you lose yourself in those shirts. You, know, like, you do. And you know what? The public should know if you're wearing a costume and it is a costume. It is not a uniform that your employer has given you a version of. You are not washing that almost ever. Mm -hmm. I I am. I love to shower. I love to feel clean. (laughs) I was my clothes I've worn. My costumes I have worn at all of the jobs that I've had to wear a costume have been the most vile, dirty Mm like stiff from my like bodily oils mm-hmm. yeah that of any clothes I've, i will ever wear well wow, it's unsanitary yeah. that's so hot lauren yeah because no that? one knows the difference you're mm-hmm. like oh it's no one no knows one so knows then the you difference. get away with not washing so everyone's just wearing old clothes yeah crazy you know, in my town trader joe's uh-huh. um at trader joe's they all wear like pirate gear or something like i don't know mm-hmm. if i can do that Pirate attire, do they wear like, Hawaiian shirts or they like have the to Hawaiian, be Hawaiian? Yeah, I can't do oh. that either. It's like, all right, now we have to wear that. that would get old too. Maybe they give you some different options, but it's still mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, what is this? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. They're doing can't. something weird at Trader Joe's because everyone at Trader Joe's, we used to have a joke about this, my brother and I, that they're like, hey, Fred, nice bagging on that last order. And he's like, thanks, Mike. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck benefits are you guys getting? <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, alcohol least, here. they got wine. They do. Well, in New York, we only have the one Trader Joe's wine store and it's in Union Square, which I will not go to. Uh, um, but they do not sell alcohol in grocery stores in New York. Unfortunately, uh, uh, they sell okay. beer and wine. They don't sell alcohol that I drink in grocery stores. They don't sell wine in grocery stores. In they New do York. in Trader Joe's. I was just at Trader Joe's the other day. They had mm-hmm. bottles of wine and beers. Lauren, get your facts. Straight. We'll talk. We'll talk about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> they, you cannot sell wine. It was probably a wine product or like some. I'm telling you, cider. I was in a Trader Joe's and I saw a bottle of wine. Which one? Which one? The one on the Upper West Side. Well, Trader Joe's is that was like their thing in the beginning was having like these unique bottles of wine that they mm-hmm. would get from people and then they wouldn't be there the next week and they'd always mm-hmm. have like these new random products like wine and pizza and stuff like that. Listeners, if you know if I'm right or if Warren's right, please write to us. Write to us at crazyhotpot at gmail.com. I'm right. Um, We'll see. Yes, Trader Joe's be like that because right now they have the best chips ever. They're called patio chips, and they're like Mm. all these different flavors of chips mixed together, including dill pickle and ketchup, which you just don't find, and they're only seasonal. And half the three quarters of the bag is filled with air, and I am going there later today to pick up about 57 of them. That reminds me of uh, Eileen's TikTok where she goes, when I go to your house and you don't offer me chips, like why? Yeah, that's right. Her viral <laughs> TikTok. Right. Why, didn't you, why didn't you offer me chips? <laughs> I know people you? got kind of mad about that. Some people are <laughs> like, some people were like, um, why don't you bring your own chips? 
Why don't you be grateful for what people give you at your house? What are they uh, going Like, I'm for? actually going in there and, like, demanding, like... But now it's like, yeah, you should have chips. You should have chips of for me. Of course. Mm-hmm. If someone's going to stay for a period of time, if they're not just dropping in to pick up, like, a... Borrow a screwdriver or something. Yeah, you mm-hmm. need to have a mm-hmm. some snacks. Absolutely. You got chips, Always. glass to kind of get you some water. You know, coffee, tea, maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Beer. I if you love. Got beer, you want a beer? Oh yes, I chips. feel so happy when someone comes to my house and I'm like, I know you've been to homes where they've given mm-hmm. you olives and put out six crackers. <gasps> I know that's happened to you. Mm-hmm. Here, I'm emptying a BJ's bag of tortilla chips into mm-hmm. a bucket in front of you, <laughs> and I love that for us. Yeah, I want, I want to ruin a meal for you. Let's do it <laughs> <Yeah>. together. Uh, <laughs> okay. Next question. Expensive salon or spa service you would choose to get for free for the rest of your life? Massage. Mm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you, do either of you get massages regularly? Because that's like something I'm looking no. to start doing. Never I had d- one I, in my life. What? Ben, Never. you got to go. Love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to treat you yourself. You should do a couple's massage. You should do a couple's massage. Mm-hmm. because yeah. it does I have I've only gotten like two in my life but they're so good I want to go more often they're great yeah the only amazing. scary thing is you can't fart for an hour oh <laughs> uh, deal breaker <laughs> they don't leave they don't leave um, <laughs> if you have gas that morning you need to cancel the appointment yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well they're wearing masks now so <laughs> no so, no my friends went to Mexico on their honeymoon and they both got diarrhea and they had to mm. cancel their couple's massage twice because one mm. day one had diarrhea and the next oh day the other one Oh my God. Yeah, you um, can't. If you're thinking about going to, if you're listening and you're, you want to massage, you can't have diarrhea. No. <laughs> Don't have diarrhea. They have a technician call you an hour before the massage and they're like, Hey, do you have diarrhea? Is anything <laughs> popping off in your anus or what's going mm-hmm. on? Would you pick up a scorpion for $1,000? No. If you were a dog breed, what dog breed would you be? Um, a border collie. That checks out. Coolest place to swim? Uh, somewhere where there's like crystal clear blue water and no sharks. Mm-hmm. The Atlantic Or Ocean. sharks that don't eat you. You can be yeah. sharks, but not sharks that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Like a one whale shark. Yeah. That's friendly. That's curious. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that scorpions glow bright green when you put them under a black light? No. They're like. It's, uh. it's insane. They look like glow. You know, glow in the dark army men, how they would glow like super bright green. That's what they look like under a black light. So if you live in a place that has them, people go in their yard with a black light to go look for them at night. Oh, my oh, God. That's, that's insane. That's scary. Yeah. It's super scary. Look it up. It's really scary. What like is your go to snack? I used to love goldfish. I'll just go with goldfish. Love goldfish, goldfish is the best. They're the best. They're like yeah. weirdly intoxicatingly dry. Where I'm like, I want that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, unless you get flavor blasted. Oh. Oh no no no! I can't do that. Too much. Power. What? It's too much. It's too intense original, for you. Original goldfish. Original cheese. It's. I mm-hmm. can't do. I can't do uh, Tabasco. I mean, it's nope. good for like a couple bites, but it just gets too intense. Mm-hmm. The, I love cheese. I'm such a slut for cheese. It's. Pizza goldfish or the Tabasco Cheez Its, but mm-hmm. one of them tastes like puke. Like yeah. after I, you eat a few, you're like, this tastes like vomit. <laughs> yeah, some of the flavors don't work. I love the Tabasco original. Cheez Its. Like I, I could eat a whole box of those. I love them. Eileen, your singing voice. No. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Is that gonna hurt it? 
I think I'm fine. I've been eating boxes of Tabasco Cheez-Its for years, and I'm an amazing singer. All right. So it's It's all good. It's not hurting you. Yeah. Um, Okay. What was a go-to snack when you were a kid? Like after school, what were you like, this is me? We never had any snacks at home. My friends would always make fun of my parents because they're like, you guys have no snacks. like saltine crackers. You know, boring-ass snacks. I would always make (laughs) toast. That was my go-to. Toast. We got bread. We got bread and we got Mm -hmm. butter. Nice. Just eat a lot of toast. Or I just throw some cheese in between some bread, mm-hmm. put some oregano on it, and throw it in the microwave and have like rock hard <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich mm-hmm. that sticks to the plate and scrape it off. <laughs> wow. From the hills of Italy. <laughs> nice. Or just cheese. Just blocks yeah. of cheese. Oh, nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a, f- a food that one of the members of your family hates. Where you're like, don't give that to them. They hate it. Um, what a weird question. My dad says hummus looks like a baby's diaper. <laughs> which I hate. I hate when he says that. Yeah, I don't like that. It's like while we're trying to eat hummus, like, mm-hmm. why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Say it also, after at least. Which one of our siblings were having like uh, pine nut dukes? <laughs> yeah like it doesn't it doesn't really like it's not it's too light mm-hmm. he's a hater he's a, anyway. he's a hater yeah Crazy. he's just mad he doesn't love this mediterranean feast mm-hmm. um are you a good napper yes i love napping mm-hmm. <sighs> i come from a family of nappers mm-hmm. wow it's in his blood danny um danny has a tradition in our family it's called relaxation sensation and that's when you lay down <laughs> And you turn like on a fan, you know, uh-huh. turn the nice. lights off. <laughs> okay, nice. And then take a nap. <laughs> and then take a nap. That's it. It's the relaxation sensation. When does Danny um, enjoy to have his relaxation sensation? He is an avid napper too. He's like a socially awkward napper. One time we were hanging out, me, him, and like his friend in his apartment, having a good time. And then Danny's like, all right, guys, I got to go take a nap. I'm like, what? Dude. <laughs> we're hanging out. <laughs> we're hanging out right now. So then, like, me and his friend, like, waited for him to take the nap and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's like, you are so weird. That's some self-care. I like that. No, Danny's into self-care. Has mm-hmm. to have his naps. I get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe you get a full night's sleep. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have to be like, I must take a nap now. Yeah. Like, are you hey, dying wanna... inside? <laughs> are you being tortured right now while we're hanging out? I didn't realize things are yeah. just miserable for you. It's like, this is too much for me. Mm-hmm. I have to leave. <laughs> I have a famous joke. And I'm not going to go anywhere but one room over and lay down. Right. <laughs> I got to get out of here. That's my famous joke. It's like if if you're, you know, need to leave, you go, "Let's get out of here." And then you just shut your eyes and fall asleep. <laughs> no, my my boyfriend Josh does that all the time. He'll just stand up and be like, "Okay, well, I'm done with this. I'm going to leave now." Like if we're like we were at a friend's house the other day and he was just like, "Okay, well, it's 11:30. I'm I'm tired. I'm leaving." Mm-hmm. And it's just like, great. More people should do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should just be okay oh, yeah. with oh. with leaving. I'm not an so. awkward person, but I'll drag out leaving to the point where I'm tortured. They're tortured. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. mm-hmm. so uh, can I just ask you one more thing about your what's on your bookshelf? And then we really got to go. And two hours <laughs> yeah. later, they're like, this bitch was trying to leave two hours ago. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's always like everyone wants to leave, but no one wants to say it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. tough. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a skill. It sounds like your boyfriend has has mastered just abrupt, quick. Yep. And people probably are okay with it, right? They're like, yeah, yeah. I They're like, about- thank God someone said it. Let's go yeah. to bed now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Josh and- has got it like that. Yeah. Um, are you a good rapper? No. 
I could write rhymes, but I can't mm-hmm. freestyle. Okay, Lin Manuel Miranda, with your person. Huh? Do you do like you and Aaron or you and Josh ever rap to each other? No. No. Well, you know, no. I can do, do you and Nick word. rap to each other, Lauren? I could do spoken yeah. word. I would say. Okay. Because I need time oh. to. Th- I need time mm-hmm. to think of the next rhyme. I can't mm-hmm. like spit bars. Like I can't mm-hmm. do that. No. But I can. No. I can go. Well, this is a great podcast. Thank you for. All right, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show never you. Never mind. Right. You can't do that either. <laughs> podcast not a good, not a good one to start. Yeah, with. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not a good first Thank rhyme. Wait, <laughs> he would probably be really bad at the game that we play in improv. Oh my god, Eileen's this... an incredible musician, but she sucks. Okay, at there's this, this game that we there's a warm up that we would play in improv where we have to rhyme like. You basically set up a two-line rhyme for the next person to guess what the rhyme is. Mm-hmm. And I mm. would get so flustered. Like, I could not. I can't do those. Eileen, like, we have to do all. it. Okay, Just let's... so you know, anytime you bring it up for our yeah. listeners, we have to do it. Okay. Let's try it. So here's okay. how it works. I, I would be like, okay. No, Lauren, you start and I'll do it. And then what Ben, is, you'll understand. I always forget what you'll... the game is. I'm so naturally it's gifted like, at it. I, I forget. Once in a while, I go to school. A donkey mated with a horse is called a mule. Mule is a Moscow drink. When I don't need ice, I throw it in the sink. Yes. And then sink is the and first sink word is of your the next start. rhyme. Sink is how I feel when I'm not doing well. <laughs> on stage but um i <laughs> my dad's really old you know but that comes with age yes. <laughs> that was great okay well we did it was, we did it that was good wow i completely overestimated my rhyming ability <laughs> that was good that last one was very good listen not to be smitten but i i gotta feed the chickens all right did that rhyme what was that sure yeah. Yeah. Kind of. That Although, was more I didn't in the to... um, that was more in the um, spoken word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was like a loose rhyme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say Slim Pickens because then you'd be like, "Oh, he's gonna say chickens." Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, no, rhyming is all about overt. You know, it, it's that's what brings people together. Is we make mm-hmm. they make it in their head and you say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine what would happen if Ellen DeGeneres turned out to be a scorpion? <laughs> Is this the same person that wrote about the wolf? Um, this is me dolphin? asking. This is, that's and I did not write asking. about the wolf. Wait a second. <laughs> Can you imagine if she turned out to be a scorpion? That would be wild. I think like, QAnon does already think that, so I shouldn't mm-hmm. even joke about that. Oh, yeah. Um, like, actually, what would happen? What would be the next step? Would the government step in? Um, she'd, probably, she'd probably still have a show. She'd probably just change networks, maybe. Yeah. She'd go to what Animal network? Planet. I think I, th- <laughs> I think Ellen's already kind of like on the decline. People are like, Magnolia. oh yeah, actually Ellen, you're kind of shitty. So mm-hmm. maybe that that maybe that would break her career. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd put her in a zoo. Maybe she um, used to put her employees in a box and drop scorpions in there. <gasps> oh my god! Yes, maybe. Um, for their COVID <laughs> test. Uh, is horse racing a deal breaker for you? No, of course not. Pick a car. <laughs> Teal blue pickup truck or neon yellow PT cruiser. Both have no air conditioning. I'll go with the pickup truck. Yeah, totally. Pick your vacation home, a palatial ski lodge in Sweden or a mega party pad in Santorini, Greece. I'll go with Greece. 
What is an article of clothing that helps you in the winter? <clears throat> a snow hat, a beanie. Mm. Nice. Is it more satisfying? An ice scraper. And an ice scraper. And an ice scraper that you wear as clothing. Yeah, you always it's just on your jacket, so you can always mm-hmm. pop it off when you need to scrape <laughs> some ice. Nice. Yep. Yep. Yell at old ladies, wait, 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 wait. And then you go like, uh, do that, um, what's yeah. that sport where they throw the big stone and they like manically sweep before curling? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> is it more satisfying to be a male person in the suburbs where you can walk on quiet streets and look inside the homes you visit? Or is it better to be a male person in the city where you can hit five times more mailboxes in one go? I'll go city, yeah. If you can raid mailboxes, really probably a lot in the city. Mm-hmm. You just wear a uniform, like wear like a UPS uniform, and then you're good. In the suburb, you know, the people are like, no, that's not my UPS guy, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure about him. But in the city, no one's paying attention. You can do a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait, this is very telling because you're answering as... If you're trying to steal the if mail. If you're trying to steal, but the question was, <laughs> is it more satisfying to be a male person? Oh. <laughs> oh, your work is coming through. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know when you said male person, I thought you meant like male, male or female, like a mm-hmm. male person. And then you said looking oh. into windows. You said looking into oh. windows. And I'm like, oh. Okay, okay. You mean like a night stalker? Is it better to be a night stalker in the suburbs? And then I was like, well, I don't want to talk about night stalking. Let's switch it up to stealing stuff out of mailboxes. Wow. Like, Very different. Yeah. So let me ask the question. Let me ask. This is what Ben heard much. me saying. This is what Ben heard me saying. Is it more fun to be a man and look in people's windows at night in the suburbs? Or is it more fun to steal people's mail as a man in New York City? <laughs> yeah. Very different Oh, question. my goodness gracious. Well, I typed. I got it. Let me dox myself and say I typed mailman. And I was like, mm. oh, yeah, that is not the correct term. I call. Oh, I mean, our, our guy here in Albany at my mom's house is has always been a man. My mom had mm-hmm. a major crush on our old mailman, Mike. <laughs> mailman. Nice. Um, mailman. Mike. I love him. Mailman. Mike. Um, and I'm like, what do you is a mail? Per- is it a postal worker? Yeah. Postal worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Postal worker. I think you can say male person. Mm-hmm. I could see I could get a crush on a male person. It's like, oh, totally. You really see them for like two minutes a day. They're mm-hmm. always there every time. That's mm-hmm. like that time of the day. You can prepare for them, you know, like on your little, little date, lemonade. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Cocoa if it's cold. And we left Mike the mailman like Easter baskets. And also, Mike the mailman was hot. Like, by the <laughs> books, nice. hot. Nice. He was, he was a smoke show. Nice. I love that. And our mailman currently is actually fairly hot so your your um mail agency is also partnering with a modeling agency mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 that's yeah, what so it the is pre- the, they're the, like the we don't have any work for you this week but if you can do some mail stuff for us <laughs> mm-hmm. we can get you that we got yeah. a couple of roots we can throw for you mm-hmm. yeah. Nice. yeah you have a they have a swim shoot photo shoot next week for you so if you could bring my mom's um what's that pet delivery service that gives that is in the mail mm. These these poor male people are lifting like a box of two fifty pound things of litter. Mm. So there's your model workout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's your dog pound Los Angeles dog mm-hmm. pound New York model workout. Mm-hmm. You get well, the tan. Great shape. You being great great shape. As great a male shape. Person. My yeah. mom uh, Ben. I don't think this is probably how you got your chickens, but my mom got her chicks in mm. the mail. Yeah. Like in a box. Is that how you yeah. got yours? No, but that's how a lot of people get yeah. theirs. Mm-hmm. And they throw in some extra ones because some of them die. 
Ooh, that's sad. No, isn't that sad? Yeah. Oh, well, great. Oh, yeah, these baby chicks. Oh, At least one strong. of them always dead. Yeah. yeah. Eileen, you should work in customer service at like chickens.com. Be like, so we're going to throw in two bonus ones. <laughs> we'll just throw die. in a couple extra because some of them usually die. And they threw in Jubilation T Cornpone all fucked up in the in the mouth. No, she just, she, no, she was normal when she was born. And then like as she grew, her beak just kind of like went askew. And then she didn't get bigger because she couldn't eat. That's so sad. It is. It was really sad, actually. And I, I don't think. I mean, I was a child. I was probably like fourteen, so I didn't try to feed her. I don't know if my mom ever like tried to feed her in like a with a syringe or I don't know whatever. But yeah, she could have been a viral chicken. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, beaky beaky chick. Mm -hmm. Ben. It has been so fun talking to you and having you on the pod. And it's so cool that TikTok brought us together. And I talk about TikTok every week on the pod. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And it's just so cool to, like, talk to someone else who is, you know, doing really awesome stuff and um, using this platform to their absolute advantage. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. Is there anything that you want to plug? Well, you, prob- you probably want people to follow you on TikTokie. Any... Yeah, sure, I guess. Um, if you want to watch, you know, if you really become a huge fan and you're obsessed, you could sign up for my Patreon. That would help me. Nice. Um, a dollar a month and you can watch live streams. Then we watch like bad horror movies together and talk oh, about and stuff. That's fun. Um, I don't have any shows booked, but I'm working on them. I wish I had had... So uh, maybe go to my website, palmertrolls.com. And if you're in, you know, might have a show in Seattle, Denver, going to have one near Boulder soon. You know, if you're in any of those areas or do you want to sign up for, to see a show at some point, palmertrolls.com. Sign up at the email list or whatever. Sick. Yeah. Abs of fruit and tootly. Abs of fruit and tootly. <laughs> and we got to get you out to New York. Yeah, yeah, you gotta stay come with out your to New bro. York. Stay with your bro. Yeah. Hit us but up. Danny has a Danny has a couch I can crash on now. So he says the couch sitch is like legit now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yo, That's dude, bro, the couch sitch is legit now. <laughs> <laughs> come <laughs> crash. Mm-hmm. Friggin' sick. Okay, okay guys, <laughs> on Fourth Street. <laughs> this has been crazy hot. We're crazy hot, and so, so are you. Are you. Join us next week when (laughs) we teach you how to curl your hair. Okay, bye-bye. Yay, crazy hottie. You listened to completion. If you have questions, want to inquire about ad space, get anonymous advice, or make a declaration of your undying love for us, you can email us at crazyhotpod at gmail.com. And find us on Instagram at crazyhotshow. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you're, you're hot, hot as fuck. fuck. Mwah. Mwah.